we present, I'm sorry I haven't a clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the show that gets laughs at the drop of a cat. <laughs> you join us for our second week amid the splendour of the Royal National Theatre. The National actually comprises three stage venues, the Olivier, which is named after Sir Lawrence Olivier, the Cottesloe, which isn't named after Sir Lawrence Olivier, <laughs> and our venue today, the Littleton, named after a relative of mine, Oliver Littleton, first Viscount Chandos and the theatre's first chairman. Oliver or Uncle Viscount Chandos, <laughs> as I knew him, joined the government in 1940 when a House of Commons seat was found for him at Aldershot, which explains why he had to shout during Prime Minister's <laughs> question. In his, uh, in his capacity as head of non-ferrous metals, Oliver organised the war effort campaign to collect pots, pans and kettles for the RAF. But Bomber Command found that dropping high explosives was more effective. <laughs> Since his time as chairman, the National has seen many varied productions, from Beckett's Happy Days, famously featuring Dame Peggy Ashcroft in the lead role of the Fonz, <laughs> through to Michael Bogdanov's controversial 1980 staging of The Romans in Britain. The graphic scenes of Roman soldiers ravishing young British men prompted Mary Whitehouse to bring a private prosecution for obscenity. The result of her detailed evidence of the physical act was the banning from the London stage of any scene depicting explicit leapfrog. <laughs> the area has also recently benefited from the £3.5 billion Jubilee Line extension to the Millennium Dome, possibly the only stretch of London Underground where each passenger is guaranteed an empty coach. <laughs> And just nearby is the Museum of the Moving Image, dedicated to the history of cinema from its earliest days. But they have no monopoly on showing visitors the naive <laughs> comic antics of long-forgotten actors. <laughs> from the age of the flickering screen, let's meet the team. <laughs> Please welcome on my left, Graham Garden and Barry Cryer. And... On my right, Timber Taylor and Stephen Fry. And taking up her usual position and ready to score, please welcome the ever del <laughs> the ever delightful Samantha. The first round is all about the dark days of World War II, a time fondly remembered for rationing, powdered eggs and unlimited opportunities for sexual encounters. <laughs> it was a time when, in the face of adversity, romance was often in the air, except in single-seater fighters, obviously. <laughs> so worried were the authorities by this climate of free love that those of us in the forces had something put in our tea to stop us constantly thinking about sex. I often wonder when it's supposed to start working. <laughs> any, any romantic encounter requires the right chat-up line teams, and I'd like your suggestions, please, of some that might have proved successful during wartime. Stephen, will you start? Uh, 
All POWs are welcome to share my tunnel. Hello. 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 I'm from the disposal squad. Does my bomb look big in this? <laughs> Put that light out. <laughs> it's all right, I said V-E. <laughs> Those, uh... Those fuckers have given me an idea. <laughs> I've been trained how to handle bazookas. <laughs> I think we should both take off our gas masks first. <laughs> oh, you already have. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know what a dishonourable discharge is. Well, let me enlighten you. <laughs> we could, um... We, we could lie down on that. A sandbag! <laughs> they say we should all pull together. <laughs> Stop or I'll shoot. I'm going in. <laughs> Is that a spike on your helmet, or are you just pleased to see <laughs> it's, uh, it's called a siren suit, because everyone who sees it goes, <laughs> OK, the next round. There's a musical one called Pick Up Song. This is where the teams sing along to a selection of popular discs specially chosen by Samantha. Samantha spent several hours down in the gramophone archive earlier choosing four of the very best. And those magnificent hits are about to be given an airing for the team's delight. <laughs> She'll soon have them swinging along to the music. Each of the teams should join in with his song until, at my signal, Samantha turns the volume down. They should continue singing, and if on the music's return they're within a gnat's crotchet of the original, I'll be awarding points. And points mean the tapered ends of needles. What do points mean? Prize! Oh, the power of it all. <laughs> this week's prize will suit anyone who likes to make their eyelashes look their best on February the 14th. It's this St. Valentine's Day mascara. <laughs> Okay, we've got two duets today. The first for you, Barry and Graham. Would you please accompany Frank Sinatra and Shirley MacLaine singing Let's Do It? Even in France, the best upper sets do it. Lithuanians, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's fall in love. In old Japan, all the Japs do it. Up in Lapland, the Laps do it. Let's do it, let's fall in love The Dutch in old Amsterdam do it Not to mention the Finns Folks in Siam do it 
Think of Siamese twins. In shallow shoals, English souls do it. Goldfish in the privacy of bowls do it. Let's do it. Let's fall in love. Okay. You now, Tim and Stephen, would you please accompany Rex Harrison and Julie Andrews singing The Rain in Spain from My Fair Lady. <laughs> the rain in Spain stays mainly in the plain. The rain in Spain stays mainly in the plain. Again? The rain in Spain stays mainly in the plain. I think she's got it. I think she's got it. The rain in Spain stays mainly in the plain. By George, she's got it. By George, she's got it. Now, once again, where does it rain? On the plain. On the plain. And where's that soggy plain? It's Spain. It's Spain, Claudius. The rain in Spain stays mainly in the plain. Aha. Uh -huh. The rain is That was the next track, wasn't it? Spot on. Our next game is Sound Charades, which we adapted from that great TV game, Give Us a Clue. A concept of unrivaled brilliance. Oh, yes, we certainly recognise sparkling originality when we steal it. <laughs> In the original version, the players mimed a well-known book, film or song within a strict time limit after taking a card with the title. The master of the game was Lionel Blair, and who can forget the unbridled enthusiasm with which he picked up a Scottish soldier to finish off against the clock? <laughs> The show was performed in silence, but the audience rocked with laughter. Well, our version differs in the first respect. <laughs> and in the second respect. <laughs> OK, Tim and Stephen, you're to start, please, and your title will be displayed to our theatre audience via the laser display. And here's the mystery voice for listeners at home. Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. Right, you're guessing this one, Barry and Graham. Off you go, Tim and Stephen. What is it? It's, it's a, a film. film. Two words. Film, two. two words. And it goes like this, all at once. I feel like a bar of chocolate. <laughs> what, uh, what sort? Oh, what's it called? Um, you know the one that's... Um, oh, um, yeah, well, well, let's go to a sweet shop and see if we can find the one that you're after, the specific one that you're after, and see if we can find it. Shall Good we? idea. Yeah. Good night. The end. <laughs> Desperately seeking chocolate? <laughs> no. Chocolate, eh? Chocolate. Mm, um, a specific sort of chocolate. Is it uh, the trade name of this particular chocolate or just a, a very warm? <clears throat> well, um, Ma Marathon Man. <laughs> no, sadly not. So you're off on this hunt, or could one say quest? Uh, you're for another brand of chocolate. Mm. Yes. It would be Galaxy. Oh! <laughs> Uncanny. It says here, great. 
and doesn't it just? Yet, we're going to... Right, your turn, Barry and Graham. Your title is now being exhibited on the laser display board, and here again is the mystery voice for listeners at home. U571. U571. And it's a film. Film. Okay. Words? Um, uh, none not as a, such. No, fine. <laughs> Ah, Dougal. <laughs> Hamish, you'll, uh, you'll have had your tea. Aye. <laughs> and a vowel, please, Carol. <laughs> what? Oh! <laughs> but, uh, Jings, I see you're admiring your flock. Oh, I peep at the room myself. <laughs> Oh, what a lot of sheep you've got. Where? Oh, yes, yes. I've got uh, 600, 300 rams and 300 lady sheep. They bond for life, don't they? They bond for life, aye, they do. Ah, and you, uh, you give them all names? No. Oh. No, no, no. No, I give them numbers. That's, <laughs> uh... That's a fine ram over oh. there with his cuddly horns. Oh, he's a great <laughs> ram. That's Ram 570. Oh, and uh, is that his lady love? Well, well, I'm giving away no secrets. Uh, <laughs> the next one up. The uh, uh, next one up if things go right. Uh, <laughs> so you, uh, you just call her... Uh, I do, I. I. <laughs> Well, goodbye now. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Would you be something to do with it? Very <laughs> good. Is it that, um, what's that, that sh- I can't remember what number it was. It's that shocking American thing. That yes, it goes Americans. under the water. Uh, what are they called? <laughs> you 571? Okay, it's now time to play the game called Mornington Crescent. But first, I noticed from the pile of correspondence in the Mornington Crescent listener reaction matchbox that we've received very nearly two letters this week. It comes from a Mrs. Trellis of North Wales who tells us she's recently been taking a French language correspondence course. She writes... More share Humpty. <laughs> Zoot alors. Oi, oi, oi. Many de mes amis ici en Wales du Nord reconnaissent votre programme et un grand pal de cobbler. <laughs> they donnez it un grand nord. Mais au contraire, moi, every time je hear le sig tune, je want to go wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> Vote sincerely, Mrs. Trellis. <clears throat> now, uh, 
On with the game, which is where at the very birthplace of Mornington Crescent will be played to Lord Grosvenor's original Metropolitan Rules. This version was devised during his influential period as Minister of Tourism, and the emphasis is very much on scenic routes. National monuments score double, zones one and two only, please. Okay? <laughs> Tim, will you start? The Mall. Part Lane. No. Part Lane. No, you're right. Sure. Was Park that Lane. a no or a yes, Park Lane? Well, he says Park, Park Lane. Lane. All right. Park All right. Lane. Green Park. See you in there. You yes. see? Okay. Vauxhall. Come yes. round. Vauxhall. Yes. Vauxhall. No, I don't think so. Can yes. I change that? <clears throat> Yeah. Can okay. I change that? Yeah. yeah. Ruling Humph. I think you. Pro I think it makes it. Let, let him. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it spoke last? You said ruling. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, can I change Vauxhall? Well. <laughs> um, no, I'll go to Waterloo. Euston then. Euston. Oh. No, Vauxhall was all right actually. <laughs> No, he's covered. Once he said Euston, it's covered. You can't yeah. Back. <coughs> no, I can't. All right. All right. got Euston back. Yeah. So what? Well, we're only just in zone two, then. Right. Mm -hmm. Cleveland Street. Yes. Cleveland. Yeah. All right. Uh, Warren. You can now that. No, no, no. Take sorry, Gooch Street. I'll have Good. to take your first answer, Graham. <laughs> Vauxhall? Yeah. <laughs> I back to Vauxhall. In that case, I can say Gooch Street. Oh, yeah. damn. Yeah. Gooch Street. Oh, uh, Charlotte. Parliament Square. What? Parliament Square. No conferring. <laughs> Parliament Square. Okay. Horseferry Road. Good. Oh, sorry, Euston Square. Uh, you can see that. Because we went back to Euston. Monument, monument. Mm. Trafalgar. Trafalgar. National Monument, double. Trafalgar. Square. <laughs> it doesn't even matter, does it? Trafalgar Square. Mornington Crescent. No! no. no. <laughs> Our next game is called Complete Quotes. This shouldn't be confused with the game about builders' estimates. That's incomplete. <laughs> OK, I brought along a selection of recordings of famous people speaking who've been interrupted in mid-sentence, and the team's job is to try to complete them. <laughs> Barry, I've got Elizabeth Taylor for you. It totally came as a surprise to me. I had no inkling. Uh, it, it was just like, what? I, I can't believe it. it. It's like, me? I'm get, getting a... A, <laughs> a Veruca? <laughs> <laughs> Jim, now, Ian Paisley, for you. They uh, use bribery, they use corruption, they use lies, they use deceit, but... I use a condom. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Graham, it's John Prescott for you. On my head. Sorry. <laughs> uh, 
think the relationship between Tony Blair and I are excellent, and there's no doubt about it, Tony Blair is one major... <laughs> Tony Blair is one major short of a Thatcher. <laughs> Stephen, here's an interview with Hillary Clinton for you. These charges came as big a shock to you as anyone. And to my husband. I mean, you know, he woke me up Wednesday morning and said, you're not going to believe this, but... And I said... And I said... (laughs) (laughs) Go on, spit it out. Right now, Tim, here's the Queen for you. Anna Haifa. Hey, mihi. Anako tene ki akoto katoa. Yin tong, yin tong, Graham. What's that? Graham, once more, Prince Charles for you. Commissario General, Ministro Thomas uh, y Cavaleros. Me, uh, uh, looking for El Disco. <laughs> Finally, Stephen, a vintage recording of William Gladstone for you with a message to Thomas Edison in 1889. Dear Mr. Edison, <laughs> I am profoundly indebted to you, not for the entertainment only, but for the... But for the essential Ibiza Fat Street Dub Mix compilation which you sent, <laughs> it is seriously bitching. <laughs> <laughs> the next round is a musical one. Related to the track event where young men run around in shorts passing each other a baton, it's called Singing Relay and was developed from an old game called Stinging Relay where young men ran around with nettles down their shorts. <laughs> Which, thanks to one simple spelling mistake, explains how the dock leaf got its name. <laughs> in our version... In our version, the teams take turns to sing a song as a duet, but performing one word each at a time. Musical backing will be provided by Colin Sell. As a matter of interest, Colin was telling us he's recently been supporting Steps. (laughs) So if anyone's looking for a good window cleaner's mate, (laughs) use your man. Right, we'll start with you, Barry and Graham. Your song is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and off you go. Chitty bang bang chitty chitty bang chitty chitty bang bang chitty chitty bang bang chitty bang bang oh you pretty chitty bang bang chitty chitty bang bang ah we you in chitty chitty bang bang chitty chitty bang bang what we'll do near far in a motor car oh what a happy time we'll spend bang bang chitty chitty bang bang our fine four fender friend 
bang, bang, chitty, chitty, bang, bang, I'm fine for Fender. Okay, Tim and Stephen now. Your song is Super Califragilisticexpialidocious. Take it away, please. Super califragilisticexpialidocious. Even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious, if you say it loud enough, you'll always sound precocious. Super califragilisticexpialidocious. Um, diddle, 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 um, diddle, I. Um, diddle, 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 um, diddle, I. Because I was afraid to speak when I was just a lad. My father gave my nose. A tweak and told me I was bad, but then one day I learned a word that saved me aching nose, the biggest word I ever heard, and this is how it goes. Oh, oh super califragilisticexpialidocious. Well, it's almost time to end the show, but not before we fit in a round of Pensioner's Book Club. <laughs> Samantha has to nip out again to see an elderly lord who regularly complains to Radio 4 about their parliamentary coverage. She says she thinks she's even going to start getting a little hard on today in Parliament. <laughs> so while she's away tending to him, I'd like your suggestions, please, teams, of book titles likely to appeal to a readership of senior citizens. Captain Corelli's Lanolin. <laughs> <laughs> the postman always has to ring 18 times. <laughs> Alice's dentures in Wonderland. No. <laughs> Trust of the D'Urbervilles. <laughs> 1984. Bingo! <laughs> this is a very good one. The almost totally complete, I'm sorry, I haven't a clue who I am. <laughs> the Sherry Orchard. <laughs> Not enormously great expectations. <laughs> Senseless senility. <laughs> Finnegan's awake. <laughs> Doctor, no. <laughs> Remembrance of times. Um. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, I notice it's the end of the show. And indeed, the end of another series. And with that news, we feel nothing in our hearts, if not deep sadness and tearful regret. So, nothing it is, then. <laughs> and with that, from Samantha, the teams, myself and the good folk here at the National Theatre, until the autumn, it's goodbye. <laughs> Jimbrook Taylor, Barry Cryer, Graham Gardner, and Stephen Fry have been given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Patterson, and the producer was John Naismith.
And that show first hit the airwaves back in June 2000. Well, it might be the end of the series, but the great thing about BBC Seven, of course, is that we just keep them coming. And you can guarantee there'll be more from the Clue team at the same time next week.